0: Ready to go. morning drive with goodman and hurdle presented by silter har mazda a no pressure buying experience in broomfield at silter har mazda live from the sasquatch casino and wild card casino sports desk here's eric and bruce
1: welcome back morning drive goodman hurdle watch us my life you can reach us on the uh, roller auctions twitter feed at bruce hurdle at eric goodman tomorrow Larks for Outlets Home Improvement Store will be auctioning off home appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the lead.
0: The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, Tuesday is
1: usually the day that, you know, people and websites release their power rankings. I find it kind of interesting how different to notable, reputable websites are in where they put the Broncos. One of them, NFL.com, has the Broncos at number 15, and at first glance you think, okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. I don't think the Broncos are getting jobbed here. Now, granted, when you look into it and you see the teams ahead of the Broncos and you see that the Broncos have beaten these teams, you're like, no, wait a minute. In the NFL.com ranking, Broncos are number 15. Browns are number 11. They are 7-5. and five, Bills are number 12 at 6 and 6. Now I understand that the Broncos beat the Chiefs. Let's not get carried away here that the Broncos should be ahead of the Chiefs. I get that. ProFootballTalk.com has the Broncos at number 10. They're ahead of the Texans, same record. Yeah. Head of the Browns. Just beat them. Head of the Colts. Same record. Head of the Bills. Just beat them in Buffalo. Does number 10. Even to you at first glance. It, 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 it didn't when, make me blush. No, they're, they're the 10th best team in the league?
2: I mean, it didn't make me say,
1: well, wait, wait a minute, what? I mean, think about this. They are considered to be, by Pro Football Talk, the 10th best team in the league, and right now they are the 9th best team in the AFC. Y- yeah. So a isn't, little that a little, isn't that a
2: little jarring? Yeah. When you stop to consider there are 14 playoff teams, and that would put them squarely in the playoffs. Right. According to Pro Football. Oh yeah. So, I mean, so th- not even in yet. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. That might be a bridge too far for me if I'm gonna really sit down and try to rank them at this particular point, which is, you know, great fodder for sports talk radio uh on a on a Wednesday. So I, I didn't I don't wouldn't have a problem with the Broncos being very much middle of the road. And for me, that's in the 15 range. That's about where, I mean, I would consider them right now. The consistency of their staying power is still a question. Yep. Um, Can they replicate rushing-wise or come closer to being the type of running team that they were last week than they were two weeks ago against the Minnesota Vikings when they didn't run the ball at all? Okay, let's do this let's
1: look at the nine teams ahead of the Broncos. No. Okay? We'll play the game. Are the Broncos better than the blank? Eagles. No. 49ers. No. Ravens. No. Chiefs. No. Dolphins. No. Jaguars.
2: No, but, but, more, but getting more now to the realm of I wouldn't mind seeing it. Okay.
1: Jaguars are six. I mean, I hear you, right? Cowboys?
2: No. 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 Lions. We're fixing to find out, but probably not at this point. Here's the one that gives you a little
1: bit of pause. Number nine, the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: No offense, man. Zero offense. I mean, zip, zelch, nimmer. Then you have the Broncos at 10.
1: Mm. Okay? Mm. This is pro football talk. Yeah. Now let's look at teams behind them. Better than the Texans? We're fixing to find out clearly. We are fixing. But as you sit here right now, are the Broncos going to win that game?
2: I think it's a 50 50 shot. Okay.
1: I really do. They're better than the Browns. Just beat them. Better than the Colts with Gardner
2: Minshew. Wait a minute. Gardner Minshew? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're a hot, they're a hot football team. Yeah. Okay. Pretty hard to argue with results. I mean, that that is at least a 50 50 prop, probably.
1: Okay. Better than the Bills.
2: They beat them. I mean, you can only look at recent history. And the
1: game was on the It's Not yes. like the game was here in Denver. And Josh Allen didn't play. Would you play. pick
2: them again tomorrow if they were playing in Buffalo? I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. So that was in any given Monday game. They did a lot of, they made winning plays when they had to. Got right. a little fortune late.
1: They caught the Bills at the right time. They did. No yeah.
2: question about it.
1: Okay. Better than the Seahawks? I think so. Packers? Yes. Rams. Yes. Falcons. Yeah. Vikings. Well,
2: I mean, not by much,
1: but yes. Bengals. That's your top 20. So maybe with everything that you just Mm -hmm. said, they might be better than Pittsburgh, but they're really not any worse than the nine teams behind them. So maybe 10 does make sense. Yeah. I think you can make an argument. Yet they are ninth in the playoff standings, but we're missing the biggest picture here. You never would have said that when they were one and five, Mm -mm. because what we're doing is like when the committee picks the teams for the NCAA tournament, a lot of stock is put into how are
2: you playing now? Yes. No question about it. You know, I was starting my prep this week and I. For what? Just cooking. Yes. Preparing your chicken breasts <laughs> no. for the week? No, but just kind of getting my brain around Houston. So I get into Houston mode and I start thinking about matchups and look at their metrics and things like that. It, no big deal. It's just kind of how I operate. But the thing, that's, the, the, the thing that has struck me the most this week is really doesn't have anything to do with the Texans. It has to do with the Broncos. Did you know that, Seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago, the Broncos were in line for the top pick in the NFL draft. If the draft were to be made tomorrow, they'd Fifth. be picking 18. 18th. Yeah. 18th. Actually, I read 15th, but go ahead. Okay, whatever. Either way, it's right Whatever. In the it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, purgatory. It's, it's a very interesting change of scenery yep. that they have forged here. And, um, Look, whether they're 10, 15 in, in, in wherever you put them, that's fine. And I'm talking about people in general out there. That's fine. I know this, they beat Houston. They're going to the playoffs. Wow. And there's a hot take for you. They beat Houston. They're going to the playoffs. I believe it because now, all of a sudden, you've got another tiebreaker against a team that's probably going to be there at the end. Yep. You have very winnable games outside of perhaps the Lions on the road. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'll go take my chances up there.
1: I think the Packers did pretty well up in Detroit, Yeah, I think. did. I'm I pretty a, sure. Now, not only was it a shocker. That was a the double Packer, taker, man. The Packers were absolutely the better team. Dude. I, and, oh, by the way, the Bears were the better team against the Vikings.
2: Yes. This league is weird. You don't ever just squirrel away the nuts and figure they're going to be there every single You know what week. makes
1: it even more weird? That we're throwing out the catchphrase, any given Sunday. Because in the last two games that we just talked about, it was any given Thursday, any given Monday.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they figured that out. You know, the irony is that this run has been has been laid out with this really weird, bumpy schedule. They played on a Thursday. They played on a Sunday night. They Got played a on a Friday. Monday night. The, they, I was I mean, thinking
1: about this. The only games that have not been played in the NFL are Tuesday, Wednesday.
2: Yeah. That's they it. Just,
1: they just played a Friday game. Yep. And the reason why they don't play Fridays, I'm sure you know the reason.
2: Well, because of high school football. Yes. Yeah.
1: Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. I mean, the the NFL is more than happy to crap all over college football. No
2: problem at all.
1: No. You move over. Yeah, we'll play games on Saturday. That's fine. Yes, but we don't want to interrupt high school football.
2: Although, in in fairness to the NFL, they do wait on Saturday. Yes, until it, most of the heavy lifting has been done. Well,
1: you're you're competing against bowl games. At I that mean, point. the only
2: thing we're down to now left in is is the college is the conference championships in Army Navy, right? Yeah. Until you get to the CFP, which is now. Another month and two weeks away. By
1: the way, uh, speaking of bowl games. Yes. I can't. I might have been called the Cheez-It Bowl before that, but you're familiar. There's going to be a Pop-Tart Bowl. Okay. Okay. There's going to be a Pop-Tart Bowl and there's going to be a mascot. If I read this correctly, oh God. the winning team gets to eat the mascot. Now, no joke, because it's going to be made out of a Pop-Tart.
2: I didn't even know that Pop-Tarts were
1: still a thing. They are. Wow. Wow. Because one of my daughters enjoys Pop-Tarts, which I, I don't know how you can enjoy any food knowing it could survive a nuclear holocaust. Well, that's costs. my deal.
2: The shelf life of a Pop-Tart oh, yeah. is like 75 years or yeah. something, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's like ridiculous. Even
1: roaches are looking at Pop-Tarts saying, <laughs> saying, can you
2: come you... up with something better?
1: No, saying you survive longer than me. <laughs> Coming up after the break, Jamal Murray. Yeah, yeah go th- ahead.
3: There will be an edible mascot for that Pop-Tart bowl. See, I read it correctly.
1: Fantastic. The question is, will it be strawberry or chocolate?
3: That's the real question. Who's
2: slated to play in the Pop-Tart well, Bowl?
1: Well, actually, actually, it's going to be a pretty good matchup. Okay, I know you have it in front of you, and I'm sure you're going to tell me if I'm wrong. I believe it is the, I mean, it's in, in major power conferences. I know the Big 12 is involved. Is it the third best Big 12 team?
2: Wow. Oh, so, is this the old camping world? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Well, that is a legitimate uh, le-
3: uh, ACC. AC- ACC. ACC and Big 12. Okay. Okay,
1: so what, the second best team in the ACC? Is that right?
3: I th- Yes.
1: Second yep. best team in the ACC. Wow. Which means Clemson, probably, yeah. will get a chance to eat a Pop-Tart. Or North Carolina. I don't know what the yeah, rankings are in the ACC. Right. But you know what? Next year, maybe the Buffs will have a chance for their own Pop-Tart it- if they finish Third best.
2: It doesn't get any better than Pop-Tarts.
1: Depends on the flavor. Mm. Coming up after the break, Jamal Murray upgraded to questionable. He could play tonight. The question is, would you rather him sit out a little bit longer to, A, let some of these young guys get more playing time, Mm. or B, he might play starting tonight and might go on a run That puts him in supermax territory that could blow a hole through the Nuggets budget. That's next.
0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman tomorrow. The Larkspur Outlets Home Improvement Store will be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com MHS. In the meantime, the Nuggets are home tonight at Ball Arena. What are you going to do before the game? Do you want to spend a lot of money, Ball Arena, for a crappy hot dog and a really expensive beer? Maybe, but I have a better suggestion for you. Go to Nola Jane off of Market Street, not even a five-minute walk from Ball Arena, and instead of having a crappy hot dog or cold cheese on stale nachos, you can have authentic Cajun cuisine, like onto a sausage gumbo with dirty rice, crawfish etouffee, six different po' boys. Wash it down with a hurricane. Mm. And the prices are really good, and the food is a hell of a lot better. And don't forget, they have happy hour from 11 to 5, so you might be able to catch happy hour as well. What sounds better to you? nola jane sounds better to me head on over there off of market street just steps from ball arena time now for the buzz
3: the buzz is presented by castle rock men's health in castle rock and aurora see why eric only trusts his health with dr lee at castle rock men's health uh,
1: i want you to know bruce that uh, i have made an executive decision okay to start a new segment on the show If it fails miserably, this will be the last and only time that we do it. It is called Your Morning Headlines. Okay. A Michigan man who kept his dead wife's body in a freezer for months has been sentenced to two to eight years in prison. Is two to eight years enough for stuffing
2: your chopped up wife in a freezer? I... No, I I don't know all the circumstances, but it sounds fairly egregious to me. Maybe yes. Maybe a little more should be in the office. Okay. If you
1: thought that was nasty and disgusting, yes. and I cannot believe somebody would do that, a hospital worker who had sex with more than 100 corpses over 15 years, Oh my! it God. went undetected due to serious, quote,
2: failures. Get off your phone. Come on, be engaged in this. I don't want to be engaged in that. That is the most... uh, What's
1: worse, chopping up your wife and sticking her in the freezer or going on a necrophilia
2: rampage at a hospital? I'm not... Killing someone is worse. Okay. But, I mean, please... Oh, my. We had to start the 820 segment with that. Thank
1: you. As I said, this could be the first and only time we ever do this segment.
2: (laughs) Let's highlight only. Okay. Thank you. You don't want to do something like this again? No. All right. Just check. No. I I, I mean, there are enough examples of idiocy. No, this is pretty bad. This worse. A hundred corpses. Oh, my God. How
1: many years do you get for that? And by the way, this is a serious question. If the person is dead, should you really go to prison for that? Are you really hurting them?
2: I, I don't. Just, I, just, I, just I, don't I just. I don't. I just. I'm not even responding to this. I'm not, I'm, I'm not engaged You're in too, this conversation, Eric. It's so, it it's so off the chart and sickening that I can't even muster a grunt.
1: I am too mature for this kind. I don't need it. I'm not going to deal with your
2: sophomoric humor. Oh, it's not even it's not even humor. Your fascination may be sophomoric. I'm not fascinated. Well, by Well, I mean, it. I didn't make up
1: the headlines. It's no, right there. You. Those are the headlines. Those are the headlines oh, this morning okay. well. that we're waking up to. Somebody's taking advantage of a hundred dead corpses, and somebody else decided to chop up his wife and throw her in the freezer. Any chance we can move on? I'm wondering if that guy, when he put his wife in the freezer, if he had to uh, take some of his deer meat out of the freezer and move it into the refrigerator and eat it immediately. Well, that's Fargo-esque, right? Right. Right. Which is a very underrated movie. Oh, my God. Even though God. it won a bunch of Academy
2: Fantastic. Awards.
1: Fantastic. Yes. He's got his uh, partner in the wood chipper. Got Jamal it. Murray has been upgraded to questionable for tonight's game against the Houston Rockets. Uh, probably a good chance he returns to the lineup. You certainly want him in the lineup. You want your best players on the floor. You want I'm to win looking
2: forward game. to it. I'm going to the game. Okay. You you want to
1: win as many yep. games as possible. Sure. But when we learned about the injury, his hamstring injury, I, I made the case. I think you kind of agreed. This is an opportunity for some of the younger guys in the backcourt to get more playing time.
2: How's it worked out? Well you think. I mean, like like for instance, if we had to stop at this moment and say he's missed all of these games. Yep. How much Have we learned about that next group?
1: Julian Strother is still wildly inconsistent because he's a rookie, but he showed flashes.
2: Okay, I will give you that. I think think that's a
1: takeaway. Reggie Jackson has proven to be an incredibly valuable commodity on this team for a guy who couldn't get off the bench in the playoffs last year. Yes,
2: absolutely. That is a guy who has bided his time, bought in, and is doing the things to help this basketball team win games. How do you think right now – Michael
1: Malone is feeling about his bench, knowing it was probably going to be a huge question mark and probably the biggest question mark going into this season.
2: Well, I think if you had two answers coming off the bench last year, compared to that, I don't think you're anywhere close, right? Mm -hmm. If you felt really good about Bruce Brown and Uncle Jeff, and to a lesser degree, Christian Brown, who
1: it seems like at the and not a knock, the best compliment you can give about his game this season is he's remained the same.
2: Yeah, he's yeah he hasn't digressed. He hasn't you know regressed as it I were. think.
1: I think he's taken a an inch step back.
2: Okay, inch That's step. Fine. Okay, an inch. But he's got to be better. Yeah, he has got to be better. Um, I think that Michael Malone is still very much in the wait and see yep. thing on his depth, on his depth. He gets Reggie Jackson back on that second, in that second group and he gets Jamal back in that sec. Cause remember Jamal plays a lot with that yep. second unit. How will that change? I don't know. I, I, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting over the next few weeks to watch, substitution patterns for the Nuggets.
1: I don't don't mean to take this down a road that you think I'm taking it down. I'm not trying to be sick about this. I'm just saying what people were saying when they saw what I'm about to describe. Okay. When Zach Wilson was drafted, did more people talk about Zach Wilson or Zach Wilson's mom on how hot she was? I'm asking for a reason. When Christian Brown got drafted, people talked about, okay, this guy has potential championship pedigree went to Kansas, but a lot of people talked about how hot his mom was. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With that, did you hear what went on in Chicago with the Blackhawks and Corey Perry?
2: Corey Perry is no longer- Is a wood chipper involved in this? No. Or, or a refrigerator? No, no. no. Or a actually, actually okay, what I'm saying good. about
1: Zach Wilson's mom is not off-bounds. That's what people were talking about. How hot is this guy's well, mom? Pretty,
2: well, we thought he was a pretty good football player, too. But more
1: people were talking about his mom uh, when okay. they took a picture at the draft together.
2: Right, I guess I was a little Christian late Brown, to that party.
1: he has a very attractive mother. That, that's my point. Corey Perry <coughs> allegedly took this to a whole nother level. Corey Perry has been removed from the Blackhawks roster for basically conduct detrimental to the team the general manager basically called it an internal issue and a something like that. Corey Perry is no longer with the Blackhawks because he allegedly was having sexual relations with Connor Bedard's mom. And that's why people in Chicago believe that Corey Perry is off this team. Wow. You all all this, got, that's
3: all I Alex, got for you. You read the
1: same thing, didn't you?
3: There was a lot of rumors about that. Uh, Kyle Davidson, the GM, did say it does not involve any other players or their family members. Yeah, right. Um. Okay. So, yeah. But, good way to cover that up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But let me ask you, in all seriousness, if a player slept with another player's mom, is that grounds for kicking a guy off a team? Not somebody else's wife, which, by the way, uh, there were plenty of rumors going around. Yeah, it is. Why? Yeah, it is. Well, why Rafa, yeah, well, yeah, well, it it's
2: grounds for doing it. Because yes. there was a yes. quite the
1: rumor going around in Chicago in the 1990s that um, I think it was Rafael Palmero was sleeping with Ryan Sandberg's wife. And that's why Rafael Palmero was shipped out of town. Now, granted, it helped to have Mark a young Mark Grace mm-hmm. play first base. Yeah. But, but why would that honestly, if they are the same age and they are
2: consenting adults, that has nothing to do with it. It had that. Th- what if it's a relationship? People can do whatever they want. It It's what it's the effect that it has on a team, on a group of players that have to, um, develop chemistry, play together, have tr- trust in one another, have each other's backs. Well, I'll throw something I mean, else in on. there.
1: You're talking about your your franchise player who's 18 years old and the teammate is sleeping with the guy's mom. Now, is there a difference between, and I'm being dead serious when I say this, is there a difference between just schnuppen and having a relationship? Like they start dating. Do you need to ask Connor Bedard for his blessing to
2: date his mom in which they are the same age? I, I don't know because I don't know I don't know if there was an arrangement or is an arrangement or I I mean, I don't know. People do different things in very different ways. And in 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 many ways, my attitude is is to each their own. But when you if you are doing something that Provide, that creates tension or has an adverse effect or is con is deemed conduct detrimental to a team. Yeah. I think it is absolute grounds for dismissal. Yes.
1: That's what I think. Now I'm going to educate Alex here on something that happened in 1973. Something that Bruce absolutely remembers. This happened with the New York Yankees. Oh yeah. Fritz Peterson and Mike Kekich were teammates. They held separate press conferences during spring training to announce they had traded wives. Wife swapping.
2: And... Where did we get off the rails And, and, and oh, by the
1: way, oh, by the way, they not only swapped wives, they swapped entire families, including dogs. Hmm. I'm not... By the way, we started with this headline segment Probably a bad idea. Well, no, not really. Because, well, this is bad because at the end of the day, this New York Yankees story, yeah. and you are easily old enough to remember it. I I, was I fi- do remember. I it, was yes. five. You were in. You were. You were driving when this happened. Point is, this is a real story.
2: So, is yes, me. it was a so, real story. So,
1: for that, for that reason, Bob and
2: Carol and Ted and Alice. Right. It, it was a he movie. Doesn't, he doesn't know what you mean. Well, that's a movie yeah. that basically is about wife swapping. Right coming up after the break it feels like the city
1: of Denver has been the center of attention over the last eight months got the nuggets winning a title you got the Buffs of Deion Sanders and now the Broncos are on a roll mm. I know we are still in November and eventually at the end of December we will do our year in review do you think the Broncos with the streak they are on if it continues has a chance to top the Nuggets and Deion Sanders in the Buffs as the biggest story of
0: 2023. That's mm-hmm. next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back, Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle, watch us, smileysports.com, reach us, roller auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Tomorrow, the Larkspur Outlets Home Improvement Store will be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and more. Get involved, get notifications. But upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure-buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Feels like the city of Denver
1: has been the center of attention nationally over the last eight months. You got the Nuggets winning a title, Buffs hiring Deion Sanders, and certainly the start of the season. And then you have the Broncos right now on a five-game winning streak. Let's say, for the sake of argument, the Broncos go on to win 10 or 11 games. When we eventually do our year in review, do you think the Broncos have a chance to top the Nuggets or the Buffs?
2: They're in the playoffs with ten. They're in the. Well, they'll, they'll make the playoffs with ten. You would think that they would.
1: So if they finish with ten or eleven wins, which is the biggest story?
2: Nuggets winning a championship, I still think is the biggest story, but it's not by much over the resurrection of the Broncos.
1: What about the down hu- the down the line? See, it's funny that you should say that because I would say that locally it would have to be the Nuggets. Yeah. Nationally, it it would be Deion Sanders and the Buffs. Oh, really? And here's the reason Mm. why. Here's the reason why. Because over the course of roughly three weeks, you had college game day out here. You had a big noon kickoff out here. Mm -hmm. You had Deion Sanders featured on 60 Minutes. I don't I don't see Nikola Jokic being featured on 60 Minutes. No, okay? no. I don't see uh Sean Payton or Russell Wilson being featured on 60 Minutes. Yeah. I, I don't see shows coming here, not that they necessarily do anyway. Yeah. But I I think nationally, Deion Sanders has been has swallowed up a lot of oxygen. Hmm. Now, I am saying this under the guise of it happened more recently than the Nuggets winning a title because that happened back in June, which wasn't that long ago. But the conversation leading up to the Nuggets winning a championship was all-encompassing by the national media. There aren't any good stories on this team, and Nikola Jokic won two MVPs. I mean, there, there were... When I look at stories, I look at them in in this way. How long of legs does this story have? Right? Does it have long legs, meaning it's going to last a while? I would say that for the Nuggets, the Nuggets' legs traveled further, but Deion Sanders had longer legs, if that makes sense.
2: I think that Deion Sanders won the sprint but he's not winning the mile.
1: No. As a matter of fact, he has stopped for a cup of water and his legs aren't moving.
2: anymore. Yeah. He's what is it? Rosie Ruiz or, you know, joining the marathon at the very end. And look, (laughs) I'm not diminishing anything that Dion did. It was all about Dion. Nothing about Colorado football period. That was the story. The story is, was, and continues to be about Dion Sanders. To me, it's the Nuggets. And then I think the Broncos would be I mean locally. I, I would I would defer to you on the on the national. I think if, if people if you took a sampling of, of national people from various corners of the country and said, What were the biggest stories in Colorado this year? And you yeah. gave them multiple choices. A lot of choices. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you might be right. What was the Broncos' biggest win of the year?
1: Cleveland. Right now, no, 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 I mean, overall, when you look at the entire schedule, what win got Broncos country most excited?
2: Well, beating Kansas City.
1: Okay. With, with that, I'll go with you on Kansas City. What story, what winning game had longer legs? The Broncos beating Kansas City or the Buffs beating TCU? Uh,
2: it's interesting because you have to think about it. Yeah, I mean... It gave CU legs for a minute. Yeah, but they but it still had legs
1: nonetheless. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not. I, I'm putting this in a vacuum. Which win had longer legs?
2: Which win got you the most excited? Oh well, for me it was the Chiefs. Okay, beating the Chiefs. But, okay, but I've been very consistent about that. That's right. From Jump Street. Well,
1: you're with the Broncos all the time. Yeah, uh, it, it. Yeah, to uh, me it's. Alex, you are a Colorado native. Yep. You love the Broncos and you love the Buffs. I do. For you, which win was more significant?
3: I would say the win over TCU because of the buildup, because of all the buildup. We just didn't know how well the team was going to look.
1: We coming, we here. Yeah. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed it.
3: The NBA in-season tournament tiebreaker has led to some weird emotions, and we'll discuss Dave Tepper and what he's done since buying the Panthers and Charlotte FC. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
0: drive with goodman and hurdle presented by silter har mazda a no pressure buying experience in broomfield at silter har mazda find them at sthmazda.com. live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports desk here's eric and bruce welcome back morning drive
1: goodman hurdle watch us mylice you can reach us on the roller auctions twitter feed at bruce hurdle at eric goodman Tomorrow, Larsapur Outlets Home Improvement Store will be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Earlier in the show, told you about a place you need to go right before the Nuggets game tonight against the Houston Rockets. Head on over to Nola Jane and Lodo. Not even a five-minute walk from Ball Arena. They have a happy hour from 11 to 5, and there's absolutely zero reason to buy an overpriced crappy hot dog and an overpriced beer when you have an option like Nola Jane in Lodo. With that, I want to bring in the executive director, not the well, not the executive director, the executive chef, and one of the owners of Nola Jane, my good friend Mike. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I am good. So let's talk about pregame parties, postgame parties at Nola yeah, Jane because it's just a quick walk. Let's start it off. With the pregame, for sure, you always have great specials going on there when the Nuggets play, the Avs play, so on and so forth. What kind of things do you have going on?
4: Oh, we've always got something fun at the bar. Um, You know, weekly promotions, uh, always some great deals on beer, shots, you know, the works. And And, uh, I'll usually loop something in for food, too.
1: Okay, generally, generally speaking, when you have your happy hour, for those that aren't familiar with it, and they should be, because you have such great food, you always have that a course. hurricane on tap, right? I don't mean literally on tap. You don't, you don't really have it on tap, do you?
4: Literally on tap, yeah, we do. Really? <laughs> we do
1: indeed, yeah. Huh, I did not know that. So with yeah, that, brother. what kind of things do you have for happy hour that should certainly entice people to come on in and maybe even try it for the first time or just come on back?
4: Sure, you know a bunch of our apps are discounted. Um, our po'boys, every one of them is four dollars off. I mean, it's it's there's some great deals. The hurricanes are uh, are I think they're four dollars less. I mean, it's it's there's all kinds of fun stuff to do. Okay, we do a beer and a shot deal. You know the works.
1: Okay, your boys. you have six of yeah. them. What are they? Because I've had three right. of them.
4: Let's see. Well, aside from, you know, your basics, your shrimp and, of course, our, our famous debris, which is our braised beef. That's really good. Uh, we do a soft shell crab. We do an alligator sausage po' boy. Uh, you name it. We, we do it.
1: <laughs> OK. Now, as far as the hurricane goes, yeah. how similar is that hurricane to the same one you would find on Bourbon Street?
4: Ours is, is, is a little fancied up compared to Bourbon Street. I mean, you know, the volume that they do walk, walking around Bourbon, like at Pat O'Brien's or something like that, it's all sugar. Uh, we use fresh juices. We, we build them all in-house. Uh, we, we build and batch them and put them into a keg, actually, so that we can pour them on tap. Uh, but they're finished and garnished beautifully with a Bordeaux cherry and an orange. salt. It's, it's all really fresh stuff. It's really, really good.
1: I, I love that you have an upstairs as well. And you can stand on the patio outside. Is that patio open year-round, even when the weather is cold?
4: As much as I can keep it open, we're opening it. Um, Actually, we just ordered a bunch of really cool new heaters that are going to get installed, so I'm going to try to have that open all the time.
1: That's awesome. Now, after the game, after a concert, okay, when people come back, what can they expect?
4: Well... After a show, the kitchen's still rolling, Uh, so we do late-night food. It's our full menu. They can come eat. They can come drink. It's usually a pretty good party over there at NOLA later at night.
1: Okay, now, I know that you are the executive chef. It's like asking you who's your favorite child. I understand that. (laughs) You have developed the menu. But if there is one thing that people need to absolutely get when they go to NOLA, Jane, and Lodo, what is it?
4: In a perfect world, my favorite thing on the menu, I, I love blackened catfish over dirty rice smothered in our crawfish étouffée. It's my favorite thing we do, but it's hard to fight with that Debris Po' Boy. It's just so good.
1: The Debris Po' Boy is so stinking good that I promise myself <laughs> I'm not going to eat the whole thing because let's really call it like it is. It's, it's not only really, really good, but it's not like it's low calorie, low carb. And I know, always, we're
4: not, we're not making people skinny at NOLA. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and I always
1: promise myself, I'm only going to eat half of the sandwich. And then I see the other half sitting there and it looks so lonely. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I might as well just finish it. And I do
2: give it a home.
1: I do. So again, how do people find you? And when they come in pre post game, what are they going to be getting at NOLA Jane? Which again, five minute walk tops from ball arena.
4: Yeah, it's right there. Um, uh- Find us, it's easy. We're fourteen thirty five Market Street. Market between fourteenth and fifteenth. Uh, our website is Nolajane Denver uh, and just come on in and see me. Let me know you're there. Let the, the bar you know, the bartenders will take great care of you. Come get some food, come get some drinks, you're gonna dig it. Let, We're me, gonna t- have a good time.
1: Let me tell you something. My Jewish friend, Mike Goldman, puts together (laughs) one hell of a spread at Nola Jane. And I should know because I've had it before and it's absolutely delish. Oh,
4: it's fantastic.
1: Fantastic. My Jewish friend from Detroit, from Shaker Heights, and I am a nice Jewish boy from the North Shore of Chicago. If there's anything we know. It's our grandmothers guilting us into eating. (laughs) And that's what we're doing with you. Mike, have a great day.
2: Thanks, Mike. You too, brother. Thank you guys
0: for having me. See you, man. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine & Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running or order online at Argonautwicker.com.
3: All righty, guys. Just in case you missed it, NBA players and coaches have questioned the integrity of the in-season tournament's tiebreaker system. As teams were uh, running up the score last night, they were chasing points. Uh, with the point differential as the tiebreaker in this in-season tournament, teams like the Celtics and the Nets showed no mercy last night. Kind of weird, guys committing intentional fouls in a thirty-point game. Uh, do you like the idea of, in order to advance, teams have to run up the score on their opponent? No,
2: there's got to be a better way. Figure it out. I, I'm not sure about this this in-season tournament thing. Anyway, I like to see it play out. I mean, I get guys wanting to go to Vegas for a long weekend. You know, I, I who doesn't? I mean, I get, I get that. Who doesn't? So, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure whether it's. Uh, enhanced anything for me yet.
1: Well, I'll say this about the in season tournament. Okay. A lot of people, outsiders of NBA players and executives and coaches, looked at it as, ah, this is a little bit of a gimmick. These guys aren't going to take it seriously. Well clearly they are.
2: Apparently. Yeah. Clearly they are taking yeah. this thing seriously. I, I, I can't I can't argue that.
1: And that is what this is all about. Yeah. And and I don't want to hear about running up the score. You're a professional. Yeah. Don't let them run up the score. Right.
2: It just makes for ugly basketball is my point. I just
1: What makes what makes it ugly?
2: It just I mean running up the kind, score, that so. That kind what? of basketball just is ugly to watch. I mean, I just prefer to see better basketball. So that's
3: me. All right. Really high scoring games too, all these in-season. Yeah, season. which is to me not
2: better.
1: Yeah. So all right, all right. All right. All right. Uh, that was uh I'm gonna wine and liquor. Do you, do you want to do one more thing? Are we cutting into David's time?
3: Uh we'll save it for tomorrow. It's David yeah. it blade.
1: So you're saying that you're not trying to do anything current on the show It's all evergreen, we can run this in five weeks This
3: one is, this one, maybe not five weeks But tomorrow, we'll save it for tomorrow Okay
1: all right. Okay, that was Argonaut Wine and Liquor Just in case you missed it, they always have great specials And their anniversary what? Is actually coming up oh. You know, every year you have an anniversary yeah, sure. uh, And their anniversary is on Wednesday They're going to have a huge anniversary sale 15% off all liquor 750 milliliters or larger 20% off all wine $2 off 12 packs of beer that is next Wednesday only December 6th Argonaut Wine and Liquor you can find them off at Colfax or order online at argonautliquor.com you can order order off their app as well. Gordon, Alex, great job today, make it the best possible day you can So
0: finish
3: your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to you
0: can't stay here. I know who I want to take me home.
4: I know